My case is fucked up, dog. Every I time know, I touch it, 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 it I, you it. sound like Jurgen Klopp right now, bro. Shut you've the been fuck up. you've been doing this long I, enough. I fucking you, hate that guy. You've been doing this long enough yeah. now. Nah, 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 nah. To know nah, nah. that when you step foot in the studio, the phone goes on silent. Not here for that. Jurgen Klopp look alike. He just called you ugly. Yeah, I know. I kind of want to, you know. What? Jump off a building. All right, you <laughs> grab your bean really quick. I'm not taking a fucking bean. Uh, yeah, he's, that's a bean, bud. Bro, I'm no, I no, no, hell no. <laughs> we start out every this fucking episode with some bullshit rule on how <laughs> I have to take a fucking bean. This no. is a world record bean. No. Congratulations. It's a celebratory world record bean. World <laughs> record for what? No. Hell no. <laughs> you got hell. You got nah, peach or barf. Nah, I smell, or I smell that shit. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I don't even know what the other one is. I think it's birthday cake. Look, turning dishwasher or water. Take your pick. <laughs> no, no, take your pick. These. No, I want to read them. I just read them to you. No, yeah, but he's got to see. He's got to see which one's not the dirty dishwasher. <laughs> take the peach or no, barf. That. It. I can't. I can't get dirty dishwasher fucking <laughs> five times in a row. Right? It's, you already have. This six would be six. This would be six. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, You're damn. Really Damn, I would have been touching barf. There's no shot, bro. That one can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. It's fucking barf. <laughs> there it is. There it is. He deserved that one. Uh, I can't fucking fuck it. It's weird because <laughs> you still taste all the other shitty flavors in the fucking. Yeah, so like, is it good? Who fucking knows? <laughs> I'm gonna put a timer on the screen as to when I started recording, and then. Boom. World record bean. That should be two for setting a world record. <laughs> I, I <laughs> no. gave him a break. <laughs> Honestly, not sure if that was good because it kind of tastes like shit. That's why I'm, the birthday cake is like, it's not dirty dishwater. You taste but it's like the worst like cake you've had fucking in It's just bad birthday cake. Warm shit. Yep. <laughs> warm shit. Well, it's a new one. You know what's about to be a new one? What? Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Yes. Facundo's on fire. Another, another. Goal involvement for the boy. After we started calling for his head, Loki, you and I, no, no, not on the podcast, not on the podcast. Nobody, nobody came for him publicly, but you and I had that conversation coming to the cards. Like, when are we going to put pressure on? When did this happen? It was like after one of the Open Cup games. I think it was. I think it was after the Miami game when we were like, when are we going to start putting pressure on him because he's not. Um. So I think that is a uh, fucking bean right there. That's that's no, that's, that's poor. No, that's true. No, no calling for his head. No, I totally it, extension. It's when are we putting pressure on him? Yeah, and nobody yeah. came for him publicly because it was like a conversation that was just like, man, he's just not. It's so it's not calling, calling for, for his head. head. It's, it's just, a, just a, a little reach. bit of pressure. And yeah. Hey, maybe he listens to OC Fan TV. Maybe he said, "I need to step my shit up." You know who else stepped his shit up? Fucking Tesho, man. Tesho's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's the uh, Tesho scored a goal and he liked it. Yeah, he finally figured it out. Maybe, or uh, was, I think it was post game or Oscar said it. 
um, he said that he asked to play in that OCB game so he could try and score, and he did, and just kind of get that, that taste for goal back. And maybe we see a renewed Tesho Akindeli. Tesho scored a goal, and he liked it. Yeah. Possib possible last few months uh, with Tesho as an Orlando City player. And uh, maybe we see uh, <laughs> a little bit of change. Only fucking pray. He can only fucking pray. Look, he is a great guy. Yeah. You know, personality-wise, like I don't know him as a person, but the personality that he portrays and and his involvement with the fan base of this club, like he's a great guy. Um, not a great football player. Not the, not the best. No. <laughs> not even a good football player. <laughs> oh, but he did do well in that goal. He came back. Yes. Won the ball. Then Antonio. Respect is due it. where yeah. it's due. And he had the awareness to then stick another the leg out <laughs> and shoot it right at the keeper. Yeah, well, he had enough awareness to stick another leg out and catch that rebound, though. So, yeah, I mean, he was lucky for it to come right back to him. But oh, oh, I was looking at, uh, oh, let me find it. I was looking at football. Oh, it's open. Let's see. And I believe the XG, let me find it. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to know wait, that. How do I do this? <laughs> Line up. No, it was. Wait, how do I do this? How do I oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, is it only on the. Oh, it is only on the laptop. Let's see. <coughs> that. You get this shot chart. Um, let's see. The first goal, or sorry, first shot with his right foot had an XG of 0.31 off his right foot, which is his strong foot. Mm -hmm. And then the goal was on his left foot, had an XG of .04. Hell yeah, Tesho. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts one away that's put away f four times every, what is that, 1,000, apparently, according to XG? Yeah, well. No, 100. 100. Oh, yeah, then th point three four is 34 in every, wait. Oh, shit. That's 1,000. No, it's tens. No, because it's tens, hundreds, thousands after the decimal. Yeah. We got to go back. To, so, <laughs> say hundreds. Oh, wait. Point three point four. Oh. Uh, either way, yeah. just okay. It, the most Tesho goal that he could probably score. To be honest, Cares. very important goal. Yeah, goal is a goal. Three points is three points, and we move back yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, I and think hopefully, by the look of it, teams coming into some type of form. So uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not been great, but we're getting results now. So hopefully, that carries on. So that's kind of what I wanted to get into a little bit is I feel like we saw a lot of fluidity in our midfield um, because of the absence of Pato, who's been that mm. 10 for us re recently. Um, original lineup showed Mulraney in that 10 spot. And then, you know, you go back and look at it, you saw Facundo in there at points in time, Perea in there at points in time. And then finally, at the end of the match, they show Urso lined up in that 10, 10 spot on the final lineup, you know what I mean, from FootMob. So I feel like that's something that we really needed is just these guys to just be able to go out there and play. Mm -hmm. Just play football. It doesn't mean you have to stick to a certain role. Just fill in and play. Yeah. I think uh, without Paso in there and then Mauricio dropping back a little bit and Facundo slotting into the middle, I, I kind of like that because Facundo has that ability to – Attack, I would say yes. more than Mauricio. I swear more, or Mauricio is more of just a a pure passer. So that's kind of like why I put out that lineup that I did 
with that four three 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 with you know playing the two eights because we know that our 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 midfielders can get back, but we also know that Facundo likes to cut in, so playing him on that right wing allows him to cut in because Juan gets advanced. You know what I mean? So we still have that width while allowing him to be creative and do that kind of stuff. So I think that's going to be key for us is allowing him to cut in on that left foot and and do things. Yeah. It's been nice in Mauricio in that number eight. Yeah, back in uh, that eight role. It fits him a lot better because he can still get forward when he wants, but it's he can not also help the, him. like, the ball progress into the attack yep. better being further back. Well, that was a huge problem for us, I feel like, for a long time, was that disconnect from the back line to the attack. Like, we could pass the ball around the back, but we would always try to force it up through the middle because that's where Mo was. Yeah. But now allowing him to play that eight role where he can slot off to the right, like you said, connect that back line to the attack, it's huge for us. And a lot of people... You know, everybody reads the game differently, and there's there's those people that like to be able to sit a little further back and be able to facilitate that attack because they they see that better rather than that, you know, being that guy right at the top of the box making that final pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Facundo liked being able to sit right on top of the box because there's I think two shots that he had from mm-hmm. outside the 18, maybe one. Um, didn't really test the keeper that much on the one that I'm remembering, but I think it was Mauricio was just kind of behind him. Gave him the ball, told him to turn. He turned, took a touch or two, and then shot it. Kalina made the save, easy save. But it's nice seeing the shots from outside the box happen. Because we saw it with Perea in the Open Cup. We've seen it on multiple other occasions. If you just shoot, you see it everywhere across the footballing world. If you just shoot, it's bound to go in at some point. It it also helps that there's not a clusterfuck of, of people yeah. right yes. on top of the 10. Which is Or the 18-yard nice box. Yeah. yeah, no, we've... It almost seems like this game that we kind of started to find something, but I don't want to say anything too soon. You know what I mean? Like, we are playing a Charlotte team who is up and down. And, yes, it should have been tough for us to go in there and and snatch three points, but it was. Like, we have to be real here. It was a hard-fought game, and it wasn't like we were in control that entire game. So, yes, it was good to see that reaction to – missing Pato and that identity we thought we found with that formation and you know this it's big time for these players you know you gotta adapt and overcome yeah I think uh, we've seen them adapt and overcome pretty well these last two games they were in shocking form and then we had two away games in a row and apparently that's what we needed because we play about a hundred times better away than we do at home but now we're coming home and playing the New York City FC. Pretty tough opponent, I would say. A rival because we came into the league at the same time. Uh, and there's just history there. Yeah, they, tons of history. I believe they have scored, according to OCSC Kingdom, they have scored 48 goals on the season. We've scored 30. But they no longer have Tati Castellanos. <laughs> he went over to Spain. And they have only won one game in their last five. Coming against Chicago, last match they won 2-0. So we see a struggling side come to Orlando, but we also struggle at home. <laughs> so don't know really what we're going to see. It's kind of a hard match to yeah. think of. I kind of posed that question um, after the Arsenal game and, and the Open Cup game and stuff like that was like, are we just a big game team? 
You know what I mean? When the lights come on, do these guys just show out because that's, you know, like that's what they need is that pressure type of deal. So I feel like if that's the case, then every game for us for the rest of the season we know is a big game because it, the playoffs right on it. And especially at home against a rival, you know, I hope that these guys are going to put their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You know, the team was rotated well throughout the game in Charlotte, so we shouldn't see a ton of people with, you know, tons of minutes in that match that haven't played. Just hope Robin, you know, shoot. Yeah. Whatever happened with Robin is a concern. Schlegel did fill in well. Mm-hmm. Well enough to always does pull us or give us three points on the road. Um, in Charlotte, but it's not something that we want to see happen again. Losing one of our center backs already lost Antonio for I think it's just under four months. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's a light knock with Antonio or whatever, or not Antonio. Sorry, Robin. Hey, Robin. Um, but you just got to pray that he's healthy. You never know with this club, man. You know he could just go into surgery tomorrow and come out, and and we wouldn't even know anything about it. So to be fair, they have actually kept us in line with Pato. Yes, with that's true. Because it was like, okay, we're back in Orlando. We're just gonna like waiting for whatever, and then they had like the doctor's visit, and they said, all right, he's gonna go into surgery. He's done. So we've actually been kept up with his mm-hmm. injury way more than last year because no one, yeah, nobody had knew any anything clue what was going on last year. But I think it also had something to do with him going back to Brazil. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a fair point. But like a club yeah. had to say something at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just always want to be kept up with your players. Think we all agree on that. Yeah, of course. I don't understand how. Commu- we've been over it many times, so we don't need to get back into it. But the communication has just not been the best. I think we're starting to see a little bit better communication. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, we started talking about NYCFC, and now we're talking about Pato. But well, welcome to OC Fan TV. Yeah, pretty much how it goes. Um, back to you. Want to get back to? Um, Charlotte, real quick, so we can wrap that up with our high-low or top two. Oh bottom. yeah, yeah. We haven't, oh, we haven't done that in a minute. Yeah, well, being that Dave's not here today, unfortunately, but unfortunately, huh? Or fortunately, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how you look at it. Yeah, it's like we were saying right before we started recording. This is like a throwback to the very start days when Dave was working and had baseball at the same time. Dave so was not working. It was the Amazon, dude. Like that's how oh, far. Was, that's how far back we. He was not working at Amazon in January, February. Yeah, well, that's before we were recording before January, February, dude. No, because our first episode was We Speak Football for uh, the transfer oh, window that's right. in January. Well, I, I could have sworn he was working there at that point in time. Ah, hell no. No, he said, fuck that. I went through one peak season, I'm done. <laughs> I ain't so delivering no more. Either way, with the baseball, it was just the three of us having to come up here a lot of the time. So. Yeah, I think that's actually starting up again. He's got fall ball. Yeah. And then I got... I got middle school soccer starting up, so. Yep. Got Ted Lasso Jr. over here. Jesse Marsh Jr. Let's get that in there. Um, You're hitting yours first. All right. Bottom one. Can't go with Tesho this week. Don't look at the ratings. Don't cheat. I I have to, honestly. Can I go first before you say yours? Go ahead. All right. My bottom one is going to be Jake Mulraney. Not that he did anything terribly wrong. Are you seriously snapping? Shut up. I got work. Shut the fuck up. I got work, but you're on snap. Yeah. Someone I work with, motherfucker. Shut up. <laughs> Is that another bean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
You're on Snapchat while recording a podcast. Um, I'm. Are am I talking? You're talking. Get back to your fuck point. All right, bottom one, Jake Morini. He didn't do anything fully wrong. It's just like I don't. I really don't remember anything he did. He was just kind of a player that was there. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that one too. I mean, he is the lowest rated player on FootMob, and like you said, it, he didn't really do anything memorable. I just wanted to make sure that none of the defenders. You know, like Kyle Smith didn't get a card or anything like that because yes, Kyle did play well, but again, he didn't do anything super memorable. So except for letting, letting up the that goal. goal, yeah, it was the two. Fo- it was Ruan and Kyle Smith. Realistically, one of them should be bottom one, but Ruan didn't close down. Yeah, and Kyle Smith let gains through. So should have been one of them too. But I'm sticking with Jake Morini. Um, top two, I'm going with Facundo and uh, uh, let's go Junior. Kara arguably should be in there before Urso, but Urso should have had the assist on the Tesho goal. He basically set Tesho up, and then he was the one that also had the patience to let Facundo uh, mm-hmm. get into that space and then lay Kara into the box. So I think he was actually decent in the attack. I usually say he's absolutely awful, but with our n- new look attack, I guess you could say, I think it fits him a little bit better. Um, and And maybe we see a resurgence of him in the attacking third, probably not shooting, but just having the attacking playability. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that because I think we don't rate juniors finishing, you know. Ass. Yeah, it's it's horrible, but we know that he's a good – he's intelligent in the buildup. He's creative, you know what I mean? He can hold the ball up. He knows how to release the ball at the right time into the right place. So I think we're seeing more of that, him being able to play in the midfield a little bit, you know what I mean, being able to do those types of things. Um, he's going to be in my top two, along with Facundo, obviously. That we said it earlier, the kid's on fire. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's found his form, and he's, he's playing well. Well. Snapchat man, you're up. Snapchat man, okay. Um. Bottom one, Jake Moraney. I mean, we've seen him, what, start a few games. Really hasn't added much to the attack, if anything. And I think we're we're going to need a winger to help us more than well, he has. We're bringing Angulo and Gio Acchini and then Gaston healthy next year. Yeah, yeah, well. But here we are. Yeah. For that game, Moraney or it was Kyle Smith for letting up the goal, but. My top two, repeat, surprise, surprise, it's Urso and Facundo. Yep. Two guys that set up both our goals. We needed someone to play those balls, and they did it last game and shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that one got me. So um, what do you guys think about Kara's finish? How how are we feeling about that? Oh, it's a nice finish. Yeah. I think it was a nice finish as well. I, I heard somebody call it a tap-in, but... It's not a tap-in. No, you're going to have the ability to know how to create the space, bend your run, and then still connect with Facundo, be on the same page. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a Joseph Martinez tap-in finish. Oh, it's definitely not a it's Joseph Martinez. smart movement from a striker, which we haven't seen since Daryl. So, I will say, nice those are my favorite type of finishes. Yeah. Like, like even, like, playing... 
like if I get a ball and I'm like running this way, you just bend it back post. It just looks clean. Yeah, it's a it's a poacher's goal, I guess you could almost say. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of what we need. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I <laughs> just over here. You're just He's talking, talking to <laughs> over here, chugging your monsters. Yeah, it's a po- it's a poacher's goal, and that's the type of striker that we need in this system in this new look. We need somebody that's able to make to run with that movement and be inside the box in those areas to receive that final pass. Yeah, I, we haven't seen that from Kara ever this season. <laughs> but like that, I've said it all season. He does his best work in the box. Usually, it's aerially on the head, but if he can now start incorporating that type of play, and then our midfield can get him that ball, then I think he's now on nine goals this season, nine or ten, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he can continue that and we finally have a goal-scoring striker, we knock on wood, stay in the playoffs and have a – just have a striker period because we haven't had one in, since Daryl, yep. which I feels th- like forever. Sorry. I think you kind of saw the back line of Charlotte kind of respect Facundo more. Because right when he got that ball, their two or their center back and their right back stepped towards him, and that opened up the sp- space for uh, Car to run in behind. So I saw one of their center backs just stand there. It was like Virgil on Sancho's goal, <laughs> where he just stood there with his hands behind his back. One of them just stood there. I like they kind of stepped in, right? Yeah. And then that's Car was able to get in. I see what you're saying, but I said it on the on the match review post. Their defense kind of fell asleep. You just fell asleep, yeah. meaning Kara made good movement, and Facundo found the ball. So they fell asleep on Kara, but I, I do agree. They respected Facundo more because they kind of stepped up to him. So Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to respect Facundo more. But I know it's a different podcast, but I do want to give a quick shout-out to your uh, Virgil comment and all our Liverpool fans about how he's just a finished defender now at this point in time. Okay, buddy. Finished defender. Have you, watched him? have you watched him? In the past, in the last five games of last season, throughout the preseason this year, and now the first three games of this year, he's he is not where he used to be, buddy, and he needs to go down to somewhere else. I think. Man finally has a good defense, and he starts shooting on that. <laughs> no, 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 no! It's the it's the truth. It's the truth. You saw the way that man looked on Virgil's goal on Sancho's goal. Wait, over here, over here, defending Jaden Sancho like. Yeah, oh, I saw. I saw so over here looking like fucking big red rooster. What the fuck you doing, dog? <laughs> Did you see Bruno Fernandez? <laughs> Literally like Sancho, <laughs> the goal, <laughs> shoot the fucking ball. Uh, Bruno's a bum too. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> that fuck. Oh, I'll bring this up later. Actually, no, I'll bring it up now. The four-man kickoff mm-hmm. routine that they fucking tried. And then Bruno just Bruno gives it away. Fucked it all up. <laughs> so yeah, you were saying like we'll post a poll about that. Odds on Orlando City doing that four man kickoff, but doing it like United and not like it's supposed to be. What are the odds? Over under uh, I never had the camera on you, so that's great. But Clara gives a better pass than Bruno there. You think? Oh yeah. Uh, you it is one hundred percent. Uh, it's a five-yard pass. Uh, yeah, just Bruno being overrated as shit. Uh, yeah, but it's Kara. Man, man scores one goal. 
And we all think he's a legend again. No, you know who makes the better pass? Tesho Akindeli. <laughs> uh. Goat. Stadium. Statue. Now. Araujo. Yeah, about Schlegel, that. And Tesho. Tesho. All three of them yep. rotating together. Rotating together, yep. <laughs> all at different times because there's no coordination. <laughs> Tesho just gets stuck. <laughs> and it starts going again. <laughs> I say it just turns into the Toys R Us draft at some point. <laughs> just switch. No, that's not a Tesho statue. A Toys R Us draft statue. Yes, that's what it is. And no, no name on it either, saying that it's for Tesho or anything like that. <laughs> Fucking camera. There you go. Yeah. It's because I got a tiny. What? It's just gonna look for a wider table. Or you could slide. Yeah, but then I gotta move monsters. Hold this for a second, please. You're a fucking needy son of a bitch, aren't you? I asked you to hold a water bottle. <sighs> yeah. Mid-podcast. It's been a minute since we've been in the studio. All right, now that's up there. No, should be fun. Are you there? There. No. All right. No. Well, this is just awkward. That's all good. There it is. Bam! You're back. All right. If you're just listening. You're missing out, really. Yeah, well, if you're still just listening to the podcasts, what are you doing? It's just a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you good over there? Uh, it's not me. It's it's the shitty it's fucking tech. adapters and stuff like that we got going on. All right. I'm just not going to try. Oh! Back. There it is. No, nope, you're. Can you mean, stop you're moving, <laughs> bro? Okay. It is on your foot, though. Yeah, it's on your fuck foot every time you move. Well, how am I supposed to? Here, go. Now do it. Look at Still that. It's perfect. Huh? All right. Nice. Yeah. Give it five seconds. Yeah. All good. Uh, shut your mouth. Hey, well, this is what we get for not being in the studio as much as we should be. You're just, we're just going to have to deal with it. Sorry if you're watching. Maybe you should go back to listening because we're so shit at this, but, you know, here we are. Yeah, so I'm just black screened out. No, you're fine. Oh, hurt. It's just going to be in and out. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Well. Wait, wait. I'm not going to reach for that. Can you <laughs> put it there? What? You could have put it literally anywhere else. <laughs> oh. Right. Shut up. Yeah, well, so NYC on Sunday, first game home in a while. Mm-hmm. We will be outside Gate C after the match for sure. Yes, sir. Finally. Uh, are we going to be out doing anything beforehand? Are we all off? You want to do something beforehand? I don't know. Are we trying to start doing something like that before the Open Cup to try I'm to build? trying to make that a normal thing. That is uh-huh. a lot of work. Uh, I got to... Uh-huh. Yeah, you got a what a flag football game? Yeah, I got a yeah. I got a game on. Well, it should be over at four ish though. So. Yeah, well, I have an idea for the stuff before for the open cup game for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But we'll talk about it off camera. We're not going to talk about shotguns it with Bryce. Yeah, um, definitely going to tailgate before though. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely need to talk with the ILF and all those guys about that lot and see if we can do something together like OC Fan TV. Get a nice little Logan's Corner podcast. Yeah, going beforehand, live stream it or something like that for all you bums that didn't buy your tickets fast enough. Oh. 
You're talking about a lot of work, my guy. Oh, also, that's a f- official sellout, boys. We didn't hey. do a podcast since then. It's so. about fucking time, yeah. honestly. It's, it's going to be a fucking party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun, man. Do you think there's less or well, let's go over under 200 open seats? I'll go over. I you say there's going to be more. I, sa- I say we hit 500 open seats throughout the stadium. That's still way better than West Chillin at 16, 17. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, 100. I, I, it's not going to be noticeable is what I'm saying. It's it's going to be a little over 200, I think. But I don't think it's going to be a noticeable, you know, like, damn, that's empty. Yeah. That's, oh, I got What? I give Andrew his ticket because you don't communicate with me. What the yeah. fuck? I've been asking for it since. No, you dodge my text when I say, hey, you want to go grab a drink? And then you sit there and you're like, oh, I just took a shower. And then he doesn't respond for 30 minutes. Well, well also, yes. I really what hope you didn't send me mine. Because they're not in my email, so I haven't said okay. But I also need. Why are we talking about our person? Hey, I just (laughs) you brought it up, and I just wanted to make sure make sure that that didn't happen. Because I've only sent them to Will and Dave, I believe. So we should be fine. Um, NYCFC is Sunday. Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Seven thirty kickoff. So it's not going to be blazing hot outside. No, it's going to be yeah, fucking bullshit. Probably will be. Uh, Yeah, but it'll be it'll be better than the. Florida midday kickoff, you know what I mean? It'll be humid. It'll be very humid because it'll be pouring from three to four, and then or five to six or seven. <laughs> yeah, or, or the rest. Who of the knows? Night, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, score predictions for that? Uh, you're saying that right after I said earlier. This is a game where it's hard to figure it out because we're shit at home and they're in poor form. Yeah. So Bryce. I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now. 2-2 two, two draw. Nah. I think we're going to get a clean sheet. I think it's going to be 2-0. Two, 2-2 two, two draw. I think Carr bags a brace in this game. <laughs> Assist from Put Facundo. Put right No, hell no. So you're not confident? It just came to my mind. So, no, I'm not confident. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Two they're have, having trouble scoring a little bit. They scored two goals in the last game. Chicago. Wow. We had a nil-nil draw against Chicago, right? And a one-nil win. They were also playing very different football back then. I think we've seen them kind of incorporate Chris Mueller, who has actually been decent for him this season. I, I can't say that I've watched Chicago, but I just kind of, you know, when you have an MLS-type podcast, you just kind of have to keep up with it a little bit. Yep, we we so. do need to be better about that. <laughs> hey, who cares about all the other teams? We're that's just Orlando. We care yeah, about. Orlando versus everybody, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can still say Chicago, but I believe unless oh no, they got shut out last match, and then we won two one. So we now have two more goals scored than them. Yeah, they're twenty eight. We're at thirty now. I can do math. Um, but before this match or this last match window. We were tied on goals with Chicago. At the beginning of the season, we were saying, wow, Chicago is the most boring team. Why the in fuck the are we talking about Chicago? Because I'm going to bring it back around. Okay. We were saying Chicago's the most boring team in the league, and then we kind of fell into that. But now, if you would have let me get like seven words further, <laughs> um, apparently we're fine in form. Yeah, it was two matches away, but NYCFC is shit. They're playing in Red Bulls Arena. Their rival's home 
they don't have a home. We're playing at home for Nil City. Oh, fuck yeah. I love that. Not New York City. Orlando City. Shipping container FC. Get it right. Pretty much. Yeah. I just can't imagine playing... Playing in your... Let's... We, English is hard. We had to play in Miami Stadium. Yeah, no. I'd be pissed. No, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. I, the the team bus wouldn't make it there. But the Yankees are sinking. <coughs> New York City is sinking. <coughs> We're winning for no. Yeah, fuck that city. Yeah. Honestly, like I like that. Yeah. It's like New York City peaked in high school. Like the whole city. Like, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers peaked in the 1800s, and that's about it. Y'all just been shitty bums since then. Speaking from a whole bunch of family from New York, you know what I mean? Like, we got out the shithole. Y'all, y'all stay up there. Fuck your apples. Fuck your apples. You ain't the big apple. <laughs> your pizza ain't even that good anymore either, dog. I'm going to be real with you. When I went back, that was... Florida has better pizza than New York now. I'm going to be a hot take. All the all the true New Yorkers are down here making pizza now. Yeah, they're in the Orlando City Stadium at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Hell no, they ain't. <laughs> they got their own little s- spots around here. You got to find the hole in the walls. Yeah, but um, any of you bums decide to make the trip down, just know that we don't have underground transportation, so you have to travel by daylight down here. There's no vampire tr- bull crap. Um Food tastes better, and you're going to get mollywopped by Orlando City. So, Well, then what's the score prediction? I still stick by 2-2 two, two draw. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, yeah, you said it earlier, and then I forgot. No, I oh. have to. St- I'm sticking by it, man. Well. We're at home, unfortunately. We can see yeah, it at home. But it's it's a 4-0 win, realistically. It's, it's always fuck NYC, beat them by 7-0, but my prediction is 2-2. Two, two. All right. Fair. I think in this game, we find our new Kyle Laren. His name is Erchan Kara. He's not getting a DUI. I don't mean that. I mean just being their father. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Oh, that game. You, you don't want. Uh, fuck, it, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. 3-0. Kara, hat trick. See, that, that calling the it energy out. we need. We need the energy to raise it home. That was the worst way I could have said that. But if we win 3-0 at home, like, I'm sorry, we had, we saw the energy up against Arsenal. We weren't there for the Philly game. You were there. Don't know how it was. Was not there. You weren't I was there in either? Puerto Rico. That's right, because you're a fucking fake bitch. Dave Shut was the, the only the one that was there. Up. Dave, yeah. And guess who's not here tonight? Um, Probably was not a good atmosphere. I could pr- be willing to bet. Yeah, I, I think the ref had some shit to do with it. That's what I've heard. Um wouldn't be surprised. But if we could get the energy up in the stadium against New York City, a rival, that it, it needs to be like that. The energy levels need to be up. We need to see the passion come back out. When we played them the first time in Camping World and there was 60-something thousand people in that stadium, uh, it was electric. And then they come back and we play in, since we actually have a home, they get to play in our stadium. Every single time, it's a it's a different atmosphere. It's like it's not as much as Atlanta or Miami, but it's it's a semi rival just because of how we came into the league together. So um, we have that hatred for them, and it's just unfortunate. Hopefully, 
Mr. Big Mac from the playoff match isn't there. I hope he is. Um, but it would be nice if this is kind of the game that we gain our home form back because being 5-7, five 5-0-7 and seven, five oh and seven at home is not really the greatest look. No. No. No, yeah, I mean 15 no. points yeah. at home on the season. Yeah, only 21, 21 away. on away. Yeah. That's I remember when all we could do was win at home or competent at home. And we're like all we have to do is win away. Now we're winning away. Can we just fucking win at home? If we do that, we're top top of the league, one of the best three or four teams. So yeah. We need to find our home form at some point. They just need to go out there and play football is what it comes down to. They just need we to go out there and be able to be able to play a free game, you know. It's crazy because, like, on the road, we do play, f- like, free football. We don't sit back. We don't, sh- like, shy away. But at home, sometimes it feels like we get up and we just sit and just, like, Go into the shell. Do you think they're scared to make a mistake? That's what I, I was just about to say. It's. I think it comes down to the pressure of you're playing in front of your own fans. There it's, should be no pressure, though. No, that's where the pressure is, man, because these people pay a lot of money to be here. Like, this is your club. You're, these people are here to watch you play and win, not the other team to play and win. Like, the pressure is on you to put on a show and to win a game. You know what I mean? So any any footballer will tell you that, Playing in their front of their home crowd is more pressure than playing on the road, especially in a big game. You know, you play a rival at home. You could ask any Chelsea player, you know what I mean? Playing against Arsenal or Tottenham at home, there is more pressure on you than there ever is at playing on the road. Yeah, all right. It's okay. Well, I shouldn't say it's okay, but it's the fans are more happy with a 2-2 draw away than they are a 2-2 draw at home. Because when you're at home, you have the advantage. But when you're away, you don't necessarily have that advantage. So there's definitely more pressure to win because you have that, that 12th man, you could say. And we can make our stadium that 12th man again. We used to have it. It's died down, unfortunately. But There was one point in time when we were listed as one of the toughest places to play on the road. So you said on the road, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I thought you said in the world. And I was no. about to question <laughs> just about everything you've ever said. Nope. I'm not a nunce like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically, all in all, this game comes down to, one, do we want it? Two, is there going to be energy? And then three, are do we are we going to have a competent attack? Yep. Competent attack. Ugh. And um, if we can want it, have energy in the stadium and attack, that's yep. what it is. Kind of forgot about this. Mm. I said Mauricio is going to get an assist. He can't even play in this game. Yellow cards. Yep. So how do you how do you, how do you think we line up in this? I think Facundo comes it's inside and it's, oh gosh I can't speak English tonight. Um, Urso was listed as a ten on foot mob, but if Facundo comes in plays more centrally, and then we have Urso drop back, and then a maybe Cartagena gets his first start, maybe Araujo keeps playing or Perea gets a shout, but if we have Urso as the eight. And then Araujo sit. I think that's ideally the middle three that we should have. So then, who's out on the wing? Uh, I, I, I think we've all wanted Gio Aquini to start for a while now. Uh, whether it's him or Mulraney again on the left, 
than we get uh, on the right? That's a great question. Um, we don't have Pato anymore. That's uh, why you go 4-3-3 like I put out there last week. You play Andres and Urso in the midfield. Oh, God. Like we did against Arsenal. And we looked composed. And you allow Facundo to play the right wing, cut in, and play that 10. And you play either Gio Kini or somebody else out on the left. Just because you hate Andres in the 10 does not mean he can't play well as an 8, bro. We've seen it time and time again. He does play well as the 8. But it's just his natural role is not the 10. Exactly. So that's why you don't play him in ten. You play with two eights. Play with a false nine. So Facundo with a false nine. I mean, not like playing at the nine position, but he's cutting in, playing that. You know. Yeah, we can see a lot of different things. Poppy's gonna have a decent amount of stuff to figure out just because Pato's injured and Mauricio's on yellow card accumulation. Um, but. I was just going to say it comes <laughs> down to. I forgot what the fuck I was going to say, but I got it again. But go. Go for it. Let's say just we just have to come control the things that we can control as fans. You know what I mean? Like you said, we have to create that environment. So show up to the game. Show out. Wear purple. Be there screaming your head off for the full 90. Be loud. Invite your friends. You know what I mean? Like control the things that we can control and I'm sure that the result on the pitch will reflect that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, there's no football yet. Get out to the stadium. It's Sunday night game. Won't be too hot. Did he switch it, or is it still my no, face? it's oh. still your face. <laughs> <but it's okay. laughs> Just when come out. There's nothing else going Huh? When did Mulraney score in the league? <laughs> For us? Yeah. Damn. On football, it says he has a goal. On OCV. <laughs> No, this is like MLS. I mean, it's what did he score in? Was it? Are they calling that own goal from Damian Lowe? No, that's just the own. What? <coughs> All right. Besides the point. But apparently he has a goal. No clue when that happened. But he's had 777 minutes of play. I'm sure somebody will remind us in the comments. Yeah. Anyone wants to tell us because we're all dumbasses. But if he starts out wide. And we don't keep getting those goal involvements from him. We got if he starts like another three games, um, maybe like two and three quarters of a game, he's hit a thousand minutes, either with one goal involvement or zero. So I don't know if he's going to be the guy to start out there versus New York because no. we need a competent attack and goals. We saw a competent attack and goals against Charlotte, and he wasn't really involved. So at that point, you're asking Oscar as to why Gio Aquino isn't starting. Yeah, that's he's got to yeah. be the guy out there. Uh, him, whether it's or Angulo, left wing is his main position. So we have options, but Oscar just doesn't want to start him. Apparently, makes no sense to me. Um, but I'm not the manager, so I just don't have the right. No, I mean he's got some things to figure out. That's for sure, but. Oh, we gotta, we gotta. It's a must-win game for us. Every single week for the rest of the season is a must-win game for us. So it's got to get figured out, and he's got to do something about getting the points on the board. And especially help, at home, yeah, especially at home, and fixing that atrocious goal differential that we have. This is what I was gonna say though. Uh, Araujo's been on 
four yellow cards for about six months now. <laughs> Do you want to see him get that out of the way before we have, like, crucial games down the stretch where we actually need, like, we need, need to win? It depends on how much longer he has until he gets one taken away. Oh, yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's I for consecutive matches without a card. You get one, was like, of, of the accumulation taken away. Was his last one against Austin when he got the red? Was that his last card? I think so. Or unless he got one. I can't remember. Let's do some research really quick. I don't know, but if he is on four... Would you rather him get it out of the way s- sooner? I mean, ideally, you would not want him to get any at all. Yeah, but, but realistically, it'll happen at some yeah. point. Oh. So, yes, obviously, we want him to do it before. He got one against New England. New England. So, definitely not Austin. And he got one against Philly. Uh, we weren't there for that. So, then he, so he's yellow card against Philly, mm-hmm. yellow card against New England, and then the red against Austin. So, it's kind of way off, but. Right. what it is. Heard. Well, yeah, obviously, before critical pa- stretch of games, yeah, I would definitely want him to get that card and get it over with. But at the same time, you're, like, asking somebody to go out there yeah. and make an unnecessarily challenge to get, sent, you know, get yeah. suspended. Well, you do – like, you don't want him to get – or actually, does it reset when you go into the playoffs? Because if he got his suspension in, our, in the last game of our season – does that suspension carry into the playoffs, or is, is that a full I think reset? it resets. Mm, then do that. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if he really wants a yellow. Just wait till the last, season, last, game, last of the game of the season. Last game of the season, yeah. Just hit five. And throat, then. chop somebody, yeah. and then move on. Oh, okay. This is a topic. Pull his hair. <laughs> yeah, and then Anthony Taylor's blind, and Mike Fuck Dean you. is a prick. It's definitely not a foul. I don't know what you guys yeah. are on about. Yeah, okay. Um, there was a challenge by Charlotte's player, McNeil. Don't remember his first name. Uh, and can't remember who. Tommy McNeil. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> and he went kind of studs up into one of our guys and was given a yellow. I don't know if VAR looked at it, but it was kind of a red card challenge. I don't know if either of you two remember it. Yeah. Um, definitely was a red card challenge. Um, no kind of about it. And that uh, that official was letting a lot he was a the lot go though, like that's kind of consistent with. So that's the only thing that I will give him there is that it, there was consistency throughout, like for where one time in our lifetime. Yeah, it, it was consistent in the fact that he was just going to let everything go and play. Um, no, yeah, that was a red card challenge. I feel like any other official calls that a red card. Um, but. No, I remember at one point where it was, like, early in the game, there was, like, a stretch of 10 minutes where it was, like, free kick them, free kick us, free kick them, free kick us. So I was like, when is when are you going to take – what's going on here? When are you going to pull a card? Like, you have to reel this in before it gets bad. That's something that we see with a lot of MLS referees, I feel. It's, there's a lot of either Robin gets a yellow not but 30 seconds into the game when he goes and tackles Higuain against Miami. Higuain. Sure. Correct. And then um, – Oh, we see hard challenges going through 37 minutes, and then the first yellow is pulled for some random shit, like somebody holding onto the ball for too long. Yep. So it's either a card fest or 
not a lot of cards. Um, not a lot of cards. The game just gets completely out of hand. The, the officials not able to regain control of it. Like we see it time and time again. Y'all have any other talking points? Anyone ask us questions? Uh, I was looking through them. I think we hit the majority of the talking points. Uh, that, yeah. With Pato injury, is it time for Nico to start? I think we all kind of said he out of that. Pato's future with the club, we talked about that last episode a decent amount. Uh, new playoff hopes given uh, the poor form of the guys up top with different attacking options. Yeah. Yeah, huh? I think we... We think we just about covered it. Um, uh, yeah. Hit that one too. So. Uh, okay, here. We didn't really touch this. Uh, still feel like Poppy has lost the locker room. Past two games have been hard-fought wins. So has the locker room kind of gotten back behind Poppy? I, I think they're behind themselves. I mean, yes, but. I just switched the camera for okay. no reason. Heard. Well, go no, no, go. I don't. I, I was just retarded in that moment. So, well, I was just gonna say the way they celebrated after the final whistle. I think you saw some emotion when they were like hugging Oscar. Like there's just there's something still there. I don't know if it's like they know something. I don't know. I just like I saw a couple players go up to him and just. Give him the biggest hug. It's his farewell tour. I believe it. I I I think they all know it, himself included. Like this is it, no matter what. This is the, his last ride. Um, but I don't think he's won the locker room back over. Like I said, I think they have a belief and faith in themselves because we're seeing them go out there and play football and they're playing free football. You know, it's like they're just going out there and they're just playing on these past two road games. So I think it it came to the point where it was like man we just need to go out here and do what we know how to do and results will happen I think it could go either way you, who really knows what's going on inside the locker room there are so many, can't say there's so many reports but there are reports uh, that come out who knows if they're real or fake mm -hmm. but you see the passion from them and you're like uh, you want to believe that they're behind Poppy is it true? Maybe, maybe not but uh, for now, I'm just going to want to believe that they are behind him. Yeah. We've seen the fight. We've seen the love. I don't think any of the guys hate Oscar, but it's some tactical, some tactical decisions have made our season not go the best way. He's um, stubborn to a fault, I feel yep. like, is, is what it comes down to. So that's the main issue at the end of the day. Um. Anything else we need to talk about? I got one thing. Shout out to the fans that made their way up to Charlotte. Yeah. We were close to going, but couldn't pull it off, unfortunately. But plane tickets spiked like seventy. Dude, bucks yeah, I saw. Hours. I saw a fifty-two dollar round trip. I said, hold up, let me book this shit right now. It I got on. That shit was like one hundred seventy bucks. Yeah, I was like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> I had the night. It was like two a.m. I think everybody else was already asleep, or you were still at work, or something, and. It was Logan uh, Logan Miller posted on Twitter, said tickets are still cheap, blah blah blah, and posted a screenshot with the plane tickets. It was thirty three bucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going. And then I wake up to you guys in the group chat. 
<laughs> it's over a hundred bucks. I'm like, all oh, right. Yeah, and we're not yeah, going. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, OC Fan TV does not have that kind of budget. Nope. Yet, unfortunately. Hey, well, maybe we'll fix that and keep your eyes peeled for hopefully soon some new merch drops. We've got some stuff in the works. Um, the T-shirt that Zach has—that that's <laughs> that's gonna be fire. Um, but as always, we you know thank you guys for all your support, for always listening to us, watching us, liking the post, doing all that kind of stuff. If you like what you heard here, make sure you check us out on Instagram at OCFanTV and Twitter at OCFanTV22. If you're watching us, you clearly know where to find us. If you're listening to us, you found us on one of the 42 different ways that we have listening available. Um, TikTok at OCFanTV. Fan reacts after the match outside gate C. What else? Mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck New York. Fuck New York and Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Facundo's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Nice. He knocked your damn camera out. I got in your so don't worry about it. You are a stupid way to go, OC Fan TV Scuff Pod. Good night.